0: You're listening to the Running Around Charlotte podcast presented by the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. This week's episode is brought to you by Pinnacle Financial Partners and Ally. They may not be able to help you hit your mile splits, but Ally can help you plan for the future. Explore all the ways you can map out your financial goals with Ally at ally.com. Ally proud sponsor of the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon and athletes everywhere. Now, here are your hosts for the Running Around Charlotte podcast, Tim Rhodes and DC Lucchese.
1: The running community is full of stories from triumph to tragedy, success and failure. Some of our favorites are the ones where running literally changes someone's life today's guest on the running around charlotte podcast has one of those stories brad pope says running saved his life literally saved his life and he's here to tell us about it we won't spoil this one for you so let's get right into it brad how are you doing my friend
2: i'm fantastic good morning how are you guys
1: we're excellent so i ran into brad at a um at a sign up uh party for the charlotte turkey trot and uh noticed he had a tattoo on the back of his leg and it was a it's a very nice tattoo in terms of the detail and the art and it's got a you know it looks like somebody you know running one of those country courses roads and um has a finish line and a clock on there. And I asked him about it. And I, I so, so I I'm, I'm going to ask you again about it so you can share what you shared with me, with our audience. Perfect. Tell us, let's start with the tattoo. Tell us about the tattoo and why it's there and what you're going to do.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, thank you. And it's on the back of my left leg down by my calf. And it is exactly as you explained, it's a, a finish line with a clock, which I'll go, into and then it's coming down it's a road coming down out of a mountain um, down to kind of a beach scene so um, i partnered with my uh, a very good tattoo studio in uptown Charlotte um, and my artist and I really kind of came to them with a blank canvas and said hey here's what I'd like to do um, running has become such an important part of my life and I'll and I'll get into how and why um, when that time is right but uh, the tattoo specifically I said create something uh, to hold me accountable uh, to motivate me Um, And he did exactly that. And I couldn't be more pleased with it. And uh, long story short, um, because it has saved my life, um, I wanted to put something on my body. One, to acknowledge and hold myself accountable to that. So at the finish line, there is a clock, as we all see clocks at finish lines of all races, um, that says 26.2. And as you guys may know, that is the distance of a full marathon. Um, and the reason I put that on the clock is to hold myself accountable to work myself up to a full marathon. I've, uh, I've done two halves. So actually, uh, yeah, I've done two half marathons, got a couple more on the slates. But uh, I am preparing for my first full marathon. Uh, I finally picked one out. Uh, it's early May of 2024. So I got a couple, uh, couple months, handful of months to lead myself to prepare my body my mind and everything that goes with it uh, and i am doing a full marathon in may uh, in billings montana and the reason i picked montana uh, it's the montana marathon i was born in great falls montana oh, there you left go. there at good for you i left there at a very 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 young age um, my dad was in the military so we bounced around a lot i don't remember haven't been back don't remember much about it so um, if I say that I'm going to do one and everyone laughs at me when you say, oh, you're only doing one marathon when you do one, it'll turn it oh, into 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but in my mind right now, I wanted to pick one that was super, super special. Awesome. And I'm going to go back to that tattoo once I complete that marathon and put the date, the time, the location, all that good stuff kind of beside it at the finish line to uh, kind of one, reward myself. But the tattoo is to hold myself accountable to that 26.2, uh, goal of getting a full marathon under my belt.
1: All right. love it. So I, I feel like we started in the middle of the book here, right? Like we started (laughs) with the tattoo and, (laughs) and kind of work toward what your goal is. Let's go back to chapter one and, uh, tell us how this whole story got started.
2: Yeah. So chapter one, um, really started about, it'll be two years this Christmas. And, um, I I wasn't healthy. Um, Health wasn't uh, important to me, and it should have been. Um, I had lost my mom about four years ago to diabetes, and um, I was chasing my career around the country. I was going through a separation. Um, I just health. I hadn't gotten on a scale in honestly 15 years. Um, I was in a lifestyle of work uh, repeat and. You know, I do have two children. And as I was going through that separation, I was caught up in all of those things that go on with, you know, younger teenage kids and trying to get those situated and those life going. And I wasn't taking care of myself. And two years ago, this Christmas, uh, Christmas morning I got on the scale for the first time in fifteen years and I was on denial I was in denial. I said, oh I'm I knew I was out of shape. I knew I was heavy. I was like, I'm probably 225, 250. Again, not having gotten on a scale, I didn't know what two twenty five or two fifty looked like, right? (laughs) So I got on the scale and it went all the way up to 310. Wow. And I was like, what in the world am I doing? I didn't feel good. I couldn't Mm. I just Things you know, I was, it was all about woe me, right? It was oh, I'm going through this. I'm you know my separation. I lost my mom. You know, just trying to figure all that. I was feeling sorry for myself. And why? Um, Look what I was doing to myself. And um, that morning was my wake up call. Just like most people. So what I did. So funny story from Christmas. I said, I this has got to stop, right? I'm going to get my life back. Um, I have too much. I have I have half my life to live. I mean, what am I doing? Um, so, from Christmas morning to New Year's Eve, I, at 310 pounds, I said, I am going to go eat whatever I want, as much as I want, for a full week. So, oh, I got wow. it all out of my system, right? I said, I'm going to, uh, what, I spoiled myself, I ate whatever I want, because I knew, come New Year, my, January 1st, um, I was going to change my life and get my life back. So, I'm one of those, I made that New Year's resolution, um, and unlike most people that sometimes break it about two weeks into it, um, yeah. here I am almost almost two years later. And the funny catchphrase that I use now is, I'm half the man I'm used to be. I used to be in a good way. I've divided <laughs> a weight in half, exactly no in half. I'm at 155, 160, so I bounce in between there. So I, I'm exactly half the man I used to be. Whoa,
0: whoa, 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 whoa. Stop that for a second. How tall are you, yep. man? I'm um, six one. Okay, so you're just a little bit taller than me, and I can't even imagine carrying three ten on my frame. Yeah, it's a yep. lot. Holy cow, dude! And now I, I'm lucky and blessed that I've never had to to bear that. How did you do that? How did you get your mind right and say, "All right, sticking to it," because this is gonna suck. And I'm willing to embrace this.
1: Well, not yep. yeah, not just, not just mentally and emotionally, but physically, physically too. too. Like, yeah, how, I mean, whole, So yeah. was the first day, like, I'm just going to yeah. get to the mailbox and back and hope I don't pass out.
2: Yep. <laughs> that, that's exactly what it was. I was building. Um, I had just moved here from Texas mm-hmm. and I was building a home. So I was living in some apartments actually over here in Waverly. And I started, um, new year's morning. I went to the weight room in the apartment complex, um, Super early because I was embarrassed. I went there super super early, like 4 a.m. in the morning, that no one was going to be there to see me get on a treadmill. Mm-hmm. And that to your point, it started off as okay today I'm going to go 20 minutes, but I'm going to walk for five and or four, and I'm going to jog for one minute. And then I did that every single day, and I started to tip the scales a month or two into it. Now, obviously, I changed my diet too, which I can get sure, into sure that as well, but i i walked for four i jogged for one and that went on for a week or two and then i started to go i walked for three i jogged for two and then those scales started to uh tip changed my diet uh cut out sodas completely nothing i haven't had a soda in two years right um you know obviously much more sensible around what i put in my body um but I did have a little bit of a setback. Right. And it's not all been roses since um, since there. I got about six months into it um, and my knees were throbbing uh, and I was like, I can't do this. I couldn't. I, and I went to um, a local um, sports doctor and he said, yeah, it's the, your cartilage, uh, your your weight. All your weight is just you've worn out your knees over those six month period, um, uh, just pound the pounding on mm-hmm. them. And I had dropped, I don't know, in six months, I want to say I was averaging about 10 pounds a month. So I had dropped wow. about 40, 50 pounds, give or take. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I hit that wall and I stopped because he said, I'll take a couple weeks off, get your knees right. And unfortunately, the, that take two or three weeks off turned into about two months off. Mm-hmm. And I put half that weight back on mm-hmm. and I was absolutely disgusted with myself. And that would have been a year ago this past spring. Um, Cause it was again, it was January through mm-hmm. probably May, June that that, you know, first initial wave happened. And um, that was my setback. I got frustrated. I'm like, what am I doing? And then um, I got continued to grind, um, turn those miles from treadmill miles into road miles and started getting a little bit more confident, right? Mm-hmm. Started getting out in the neighborhood Started registering for the 5Ks and really to kind of bring this full circle is I have fallen in, not only has running saved my life, I've fallen in love with the running community. I have never been part of a a community that welcomes you. I don't care if I'm running. When I started, I was running 40-minute 5Ks, right? Mm -hmm. And and that was okay. And, And the Charlotte running community embraces that and says, hey. I don't care if you're running 50 minute 5K. Uh, you know, it, it's okay. So that gave me the confidence um, to say, okay, you don't have to be running six and a half minute miles or seven minute miles to to be a runner. It's okay to run. You know, at that time, I was running 10, 12, 13 minute paces on miles, and that was acceptable. Absolutely. And that got me. That kept my motivation to get me to where I am today.
1: Were there? Were there any clubs or like groups that you joined? You you mentioned that the community, yeah. so I would imagine you didn't yeah, do all so of this on I, your own.
2: Yeah. So just recently, so for the first year, almost year and a half, um, it was all my neighborhood and I would go off and just sign up for a local 5k started to stretch myself to, you know, some eight K's and 10 K's and now finally some half marathons. But here recently Recently, probably in the last three or four months, I've joined a couple running clubs. Um, you know, Monday nights, uh, Barn Burners uh, in Uptown. Absolutely mm-hmm. fantastic group of people was there last night. Um, you know, a little, uh, you know, coming off the Around the Crown over the weekend. Um, I've gone to a couple other local ones as well. One in Matthews. Um, I've uh, bounced around. You know, I'm a member with the Charlotte Running Club. Um, and then, as you mentioned mm-hmm. earlier, uh, picked up. I, you know, wanted me to get back to the the, to the sport that saved my life is I picked up a job at the Charlotte Running Company. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not my primary job, but I work there part time just because I want to be in the industry. I love the people. I love talking shoes. I love geeking out about you know the the latest technology and you know talking to people about where they're running next week or you know all that fun stuff. So. I've picked up that to work two or three nights a week just to be in the environment and try to give back, back a little bit to something that's got my life um, yeah. going in the direction that I want to go in. And there's other things that have kind of helped motivate mm-hmm. me other than just the weight, loss piece, the weight loss piece. I've met a really special girl in my life over the last year. Shout out to her. Um, she's really <laughs> kept me going down the path and motivated me. Her name's Renee. Um, absolutely. um Jazzed by her and what she does for me every day to keep me going down this path that I'm going down. So uh, she challenges me to be my best every day, and I
1: appreciate that. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. I um, I'm reading a book right now. It's a it's a pretty cool book, and it's it's kind of a little bit of a self help thing. You know, talking about the choices we make and there are choices and we have to own them. And we, you know, one of those is to choose happiness. I, I noticed in, in your Instagram, you're always smiling <laughs> and um, you know, I, I, you've got a hashtag choose joy. So I, I kind of identify with that because choosing that is a, it's an active choice, right? Like you, you could feel sorry for yourself. You've had some, Difficult times in your life, losing your mom, the, your separation and subsequent divorce, yeah. you know, things like that, the, the, the weight. But in the end, you've chosen joy. Tell us about that and why that means something to you.
2: Yeah. So uh, actually, well, this is uh, funny you bring that hashtag up because I use a couple. Um, I, I've got one on my arm that says trust the process, a tattoo there. And then one that says the best is yet to come. So all that, those two plus the choose joy one, um, the two, these two were kind of, the trust the process one was something my mom used to say to me a lot, uh, as I mentioned, I lost Mm -hmm. her. So I wanted to put that on there. The best is yet to come is just kind of my uh, reinvigoration of life and meeting Renee. And then the choose joy is actually something she has tattooed on her wrist. That is really just kind of, it's a bond that we share together. But to your point that we make a, a choice every day, you, you wake up. Yes, there's setbacks. Yes, there's life outside of work. There's and nothing's ever perfect. But um, you choose to have a good day or a bad day, right? I could wake up this morning and say, I'm going to be miserable. I'm going to make other people around me mad. I'm not going to have a good day. Or you could just wake up and choose to make the best of the situations, right? There's nothing... Yeah out there that you know can't be solved and can't be worked through and and just so that motivation and that hashtag choose joy um specifically comes from her um motivating me and she like i said has it on her wrist um when i met her almost a year ago to be a year next uh, year next month uh that we've been together and um i choose my joy through her and through the running um you know running thing that we're discussing today
0: yeah
1: well that's awesome
0: yeah Yeah, and, and when you get and i know you don't uh you know proselytize or anything like that but there's no way in the world that your story is not inspiring other people tell me a little bit about that there's no way in the world you're bumping into people at the running store or heck on this fabulous broadcast that you're on right now where you get to share this story and i know that it's not only be it's it's probably a good reminder for you of what you're up to, but it's probably also creating all sorts of ripples out there. I mean, come on. Yeah. right? Yeah. So to,
2: yeah, I hope I have, I hope I can, and I hope I do inspire one person. Uh, hopefully it's more, but if not just this podcast, cause I know it's reaching millions, right? Believe it. Um, <laughs> I, not if, if I can just inspire one person and more so, if I'm inspiring my two children, right? Yeah. I have a 20 year old son and a 15 year old daughter, and they saw where I was, mm-hmm. um, and they remind me every day, right? They show me the pictures. They, I, I think uh, two or three days ago, I got a text from my daughter that said, "Look at the, uh, you know how things pop up in your oh, memory in yeah, your yeah. phone. Look at this three years ago, we were at Disney World, and look at you." And I, I, I couldn't get around Disney without taking a break every five minutes. Um, she's just, I mean, I see those all the time, mm-hmm. so. It's funny over the last, let's just call it two years. It's really just been over the last probably five or six months um, that I've gotten the confidence. I, I used to be embarrassed by it. Right. People would talk about it. And, you know, Renee reminds me all the time. Own it. Right. Why are Damn you man. embarrassed of where be embarrassed if you haven't done anything about it? But don't be embarrassed of where you were because I was like, you know, these before and after pictures. I think I may have emailed you one of yeah. them um, just to kind of know, to go with this, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, own where you were, uh, but be more proud of where you're going and where you're at today and understand it's a process. So yes, to your point, I hope it is inspiring and inspire it inspires, you know, me every day. And hopefully more importantly, it's inspiring my children to say, you can do something. And obviously the other people, my, you know, that are the loved ones still in my life mm-hmm. and the, sure. my network and my network around myself with. Um, you know, hopefully it does inspire them and motivates them. Um, but yeah, it, more importantly, you know, you know, my close, close family, hopefully it, it inspires and motivates them that anything can happen. So.
0: Yeah. I love it, man.
1: We appreciate you sharing your yeah. story. It's truly, it's an inspiration to me. And, um, I wish you luck training for, uh, Montana. You got some time, I, what, eight months before that happens. But, um, you it, know, it's a journey. Got a and, couple
2: hats. I got it. I got it. I got a half in Nashville coming up. I did a, a Nashville, Tennessee. I did Asheville last weekend, and funny story behind that, or weekend before last, mm-hmm. I got uh, unfortunately about halfway into the half and pulled a hamstring. Oh no! And uh, so nursing it this weekend at around the crown. And uh, um, but yeah, it was um, you know those setbacks happen. To your point, just a couple of minutes ago, setbacks are going to happen along the way. So yeah. it is honestly how you perceive them and how you choose joy yeah. and how you choose to through them and, 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 know those, 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 those things will fa- pass and you'll fight through them. So, um, you know, again, uh, there, there's millions, hundreds and thousands of people out there with my story. Um, and I applaud them for, for getting their life back. Um, it feels good. feels great. And, um, as I mentioned, I think before we went on air, it's, it's a lifestyle. Um, and it's a lifestyle that I'm absolutely loving and, um, I'm going to, it's, Save my life and here we go forward for the rest of my hopefully you know 30 40 more years i live
0: so that's I awesome love it and i am very excited to, to keep up with this journey here and when you finally get this tattoo on your calf completed that will be yeah bringing it full circle bro I'm, I'm, yeah before we let you bump though i you mentioned all the people that have, that are on similar paths as yourselves as yourself what about the folks who are, for both of our listeners, uh, who may be, <laughs> <laughs> for both of our listeners, in case one of them or both of them are thinking, man, I'd like to jump into something like that. Any words of wisdom, advice, uh, experience, or inspiration that you would drop on them as they begin such uh, journey? Two words,
2: confidence and consistency. Be consistent with it and have the confidence to know that it's okay. Everyone starts somewhere. And again, it, it shouldn't have been out of embarrassment that it got me on the scale. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I became more confident, and again, I'll, I'll put a bow on the Charlotte running community, is when the community accepts that it's okay to run 13 or walk. Start with walking, right? Start, it's okay to walk 15, 16, 17-minute miles. Get out there and do it. It, it. Get involved with the local run club sign up for your local 5k um, and walk it the the community will handle the rest they will give you the confidence when you walk that first 5k or jog that first 5k set a goal jog one mile walk the other two miles it doesn't matter set a goal the community will embrace you if you cross the finish line at 45 minutes there's going to be someone there cheering for you on a 5k. And
1: there's probably somebody behind you too. (laughs)
2: Those people, those people will be cheering for you. Um, so my words or advice would be have that confidence and be consistent, be consistent as tough as it is, as as tough as you can throw an excuse out there to say, I got work to do or I got emails to respond to. Um, The alone time that you may have, whether you run with a run club or just, you know, in your local neighborhood, um, there's tons of posts out there on social media about what it does to you mentally. Get out there, allow that escape, that release for those, you know, 30 minutes to an hour that you get out there and run. So be consistent and have the confidence um, to get out there and do it.
0: And I will tell you this, when you listen to this after it drops, I think you added a third C on that one, and that's community.
1: There you go. Beautiful story, brother. I look forward to How do to we get a hold of you, man? man? People people want to get a hold of you. How do they do that?
2: Um yeah, I mean, I'll be uh you know, Charlotte Running Company where I work uh <laughs> a couple of week. uh pop by and see me, but quite honestly, um you know, I'm on Instagram, Brad Pope. I'd love for you guys to hit me up. Um uh, uh, I have Twitter. I don't even know my Twitter address. It's all Instagram for me. I can't get on Facebook. I can't get down with all that. I don't know all that. So Instagram is my best point. But quite honestly, other than Charlotte Running Company, sign up for your local 5K, your local 10K, your local half in Charlotte. I There's a likelihood I will be out there. Um, and you can't miss me, big, tall guy, bald, bald head, and uh, tattoo on the back of my leg. So uh, uh, I'll be out at the races. <laughs> you guys on and i really really appreciate the time and uh yes community confidence consistency love it
1: thank you brother all right brother appreciate you being on
2: (laughs) thanks awesome guys all
0: right right, brother great story enjoy (laughs) the rest of the day thanks for taking the time man you too man take care the running around charlotte podcast is presented by the Nilvon health charlotte marathon and our partners at pinnacle financial and u.s bank Running Around Charlotte is produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. New episodes are available every week, anywhere you listen to podcasts.